Hey guys, welcome back to Two Girls in a Podcast. I'm your co-host, Katie. And I'm Jen. And we're recording on the phone again. I don't want anybody to say anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were supposed to get together this weekend, and it is totally my fault. I'm sorry, Jen. I had to read read sorry twice (laughs) because stupid stuff has been happening in my life. I feel like that's this whole year. It's just stupid. (laughs) So I am getting together with her this weekend, though, and I'm really excited. So I hope she's equally as excited. Of course, always. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I know that we cut out a little bit, so we do apologize if we kind of like cut out. Um, But, you know, what can we do? We're trying our best, like we said. So thanks for tuning into us. We appreciate it and and dealing with it. Yes. (laughs) So um, today we're kind of going back to talking about um, mental illness specifically suicide. Um, so we're kind of going on a more, um, serious topic, but we're focusing on the celebrity suicides because, um, recently and Jen knows that there's one particular actor that I had not seen in a long time and he popped up on my feed on Instagram and we'll talk about him later, but, um, it kind of brought up the topic to me, how we should really talk about it and how actually a lot of celebrities who die, it, it really can affect you. But when a celebrity commits suicide, I feel like it does really affect people. Cause I mean, we live with these people on the yeah. screen all the time. So um, we're going to kind of talk about that and how it makes us feel and that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. So, um, first one we should start with is the one that I believe affects everybody a lot (laughs) the worst possible actor to have ever committed suicide and to leave us at all would be who would that be Jen Robin Williams Robin Williams I I sobbed okay yeah be honest I sobbed when he and I still cannot watch his movies oh it's it's really sad because it's you know, I I watched this show. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. Um, I, I might have asked you before, but it's called Autopsy: The Last Hours of. Oh, I've watched that. We watched the one about Robin Williams. Yeah, and it yeah. was really sad when they talked about everything he was going through. Mm-hmm. You know, with Parkinson's, and then he found out he had dementia. Yeah, he had the and... Louis body dementia. So that yeah. is like a violent dementia. Like as he goes on, he becomes more violent and and that sort of thing yeah so, yeah it's definitely terrible because it's you want to want like think like oh you could have worked you know worked through what people could have helped you but I think he was just like such a different person to everybody else you know to yeah like, to become that was just like he just he couldn't do it you know right. so and it's very very sad that that he it had to make that choice you know yeah yeah he was the hardest celebrity death out of all deaths that I've ever had to deal with, um, any of us, I think we all kind of out of all, um, he made so many, like his entire career was making people happy. Oh my, (laughs) he would go out of his way to make people happy and smile when, and then you think about how much pain, like I'm about to cry right now, how much pain he was in for that. So very sad. Yeah. You know, I would, we watched that same show, Jen, and what was even sadder is that he had tried to commit suicide before. 
Yeah. And it didn't work. His wife found him. I think something happened. I can't remember, but it ended up not happening or working. And so he had attempted it before. He did. And then right before he decided to hang himself, he also tried to slit his wrists. Mm -hmm. But they said the he obviously was the pain was too much. Yeah. And so he decided to do something different. And so it is very, very sad. Very sad. You know, definitely the world lost a a gem on that one. And yeah. You know, he's his movies will, you know, some of the best I've ever seen. Yes. And um, so at least we have those to always kind of remember him by and stuff. Right. And, you know, he was really just a one of a kind comedian. So, yes, he was <clears throat> from Mork and Mindy until the very end. That's right. That's what right. What was his last movie? Do you know? I don't. I don't. Oh, know. actually, I, I do know what it was. What? Wasn't it a TV show with um, Sarah Michelle Geller? He was in that TV show for a little bit, but his last movie was um, Night at the Museum 3. That's right. That's right. They say yeah. that in the in the autopsy show. Yeah. And yeah. they said, um, I saw something recently where Ben Stiller talked about, no, it wasn't Ben Stiller. Somebody on that movie, like a producer, somebody talked about how they could see a total difference from the time that he did the last Night of the Museum to the, the one the that they one. the newer one about how much he had changed personality wise. Like it was just like, they could see something was wrong with him. Yeah. That's so sad. It is. (laughs) That he felt he had no hope. That's how all these people, like how you feel like you have. Yeah, I know. That's like, so I didn't, I know that you didn't either Katie, but like when we were making the list of who we wanted to talk about, like a lot of them through the, you know, were, people that don't deserve any recognition, you know, and that's a right. lot of like the murderers and the killers and the, the people that committed a lot of uh, those atrocities, you know, like the school shootings, mass shootings and stuff like right. that, yep. you know, and it's just like, cause they didn't want to face, you know, what they had come into them. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Well, those are, cowards. that's right. Yeah. Those are cowards. Yeah. Those are cowards. These people, just the, yeah, the ones that do it like not, not for alternative. You know, it, it's they literally are at the their the end. You know, they just cannot right. move forward. You know, they can't think of anything more than just dying because they think that life is just not either the world doesn't need them anymore or life isn't worth living anymore for certain reasons to one to another. You know, it's just. Yeah. Really and I think like. I mean, obviously, I don't know anything with, and I don't know if Rob Williams left a suicide note or anything, but a big thing I think would be for him is that he didn't want to be a burden to, like, his wife and his child, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that would have been really hard for him because he, he does seem like a very, like, prideful guy and yeah. very, um, you know, like, he's always been, you know, the, the center of attention, the the guy, you know, and stuff like right. that. So, I, you know, I could see that being, like, a reason as well. I mean, I don't know, because nobody can know what what was in his head, but, you know, it's sad. Yeah, it is sad. It's it's very sad. So, I'd say that's the hardest one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, there's so many other people that, I I mean, I really hope don't commit suicide or anything, that I think Robin Williams will always fall number one as being the hardest death. Because it was so unexpected, so shocking. Mm-hmm. because of the whole thing that he was a comedian and but I do always say they have said like you know the the people who try to make other people laugh are the saddest and stuff 
Right. So, um, but it, it was, it was just like, you just, I don't know, definitely wouldn't have ever, not like you would think of a, really anybody on this list, but he just, I don't know, you know, yeah. just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this man did, well, it's kind of like Phil Hartman. He didn't commit suicide. He was murdered, but yeah. he, cause we watched a long time ago, we watched the um, true story behind him. The yeah. Hollywood. Remember that show that came on E? Yeah. Uh, true Hollywood story. And it talked about like how different he was behind the camera. And so what yeah. you said, like comedians tend to have like the people that are the most funny professionally to end up having a pretty hard life behind the scenes in yeah. most cases. So, yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. I, another one we want to talk about um, was Chester Bennington. So he yeah. is the, um, or I guess I should say was the lead singer of Lincoln Park. Yes. And this kind of affected me and Katie because it was like, they were huge when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, and big, you know, big, he's a huge star and he was still pretty big when he committed suicide. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing him um, still to this day. It is my favorite concert where I say besides like the one like NSYNC concert I went to where we were really close and stuff. That's mm-hmm. like so into NSYNC, but the best concert, like legitimate concert I've ever been to was Lincoln Park's Project Revolution. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was 2007 or something. I can't remember exactly what the, what the year was, but um, they were incredible. Like they were just incredible to watch. And like, he was incredible and just, just really sad. You net like this just goes, you never know what people are do- going on behind the scenes, you know? So yes. it yeah, was that was very shocking. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just as shocking for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a hard one for me too, Chester. Cause we did, we grew up in the era when they started. Yeah. And we've just kind of watched them grow to what they were. <laughs> and I mean, for his family to say that they were together with him, like the night before he committed suicide and they showed a video of him smiling and happy. Mm-hmm. It really does show that you just don't know what people go through. And this is the whole mental illness yeah, you know, that we've had several times. You just don't ignore what people. I mean, sometimes you just can't tell. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, like he had a lot of depression and anxiety issues. Yeah. And he was a he was a he had an addiction problem. I think is what I read as well. Yeah, I think there was a lot going on with him, and yeah, you know, it's it is very sad. It's very very sad. So he yeah. was he was a great talent. So it's definitely a big loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of like um, Chris Cornell. Yes. From Audio Slave and Soundgarden. And then Kurt Cobain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All those musicians, the troubled musicians, you know. Yeah. The, the, you know, in the spotlight just can't get, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, you know, like, in a way, I feel like all of them are kind of linked to the whole drug addiction. That, too. Yeah. So, because I know Kurt Cobain was a, addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. and then they were questioning like Chris Cornell in regards to was he given some sort of substance that made him do what he did when he didn't actually mean to do it? Yeah, I do remember hearing about that. So, but that never came to fruition or anything like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, imagine just being in that atmosphere all the time and having all that around you just handed to you all the time I can imagine yeah and like the ease of it and it's just like the that's why so many celebrities you know overdose and stuff and Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's really sad because there's just enablers enablers around 
right that that do not care about that person whatsoever they're just there to be around the famous person for the drugs for the the money you know and it's just it's really really sad i did i did read um or not read i that same show I was talking about earlier, I watched the Kurt Cobain one as well. And um, they had talked about, like, he had injected so much heroin into his body that it was, like, after, like 10 times, like, it would have killed him, you know, like, instantly. Right. Not instantly, but as it hit his bloodstream and stuff. But, and then, like, apparently he had, he had shot, you know, into his arm or whatever, and then literally, like, immediately right after killed himself. Yeah. So, like, it didn't have time to get into his blood. So it was like concentrated in his heart. So it was like a whole bunch or whatever. But even if he would have say would have not like shot the gun, he would have died from the heroin. You know, like yeah. like he was he was wanting to kill himself. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, this is gonna take too long. I'm gonna do this sort of exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. he just wanted his like one last hit and kind of like I don't want to be like in sound and mind. You know, and right? Just do it and and. You know, I mean, he did leave a suicide note. I do know that, but yeah, or, you know, it's, it's sad. It's yeah, really sad. And we won't go over stuff like that because that's all personal and stuff. Nor yeah. do we have in front of us as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you can find, I definitely know you can find his letter on the internet. So yeah. I don't know who else, you know, left notes. He's just a famous one because people questioned whether it was like murder, suicide type right. deal because it kind of looks like two different handwritings, but as I was watching the show, they talked about it, and he just, because he had so much heroin, like, the heroin kicked in. Yeah. You know? And, then, like, he couldn't write straight, you know? Right. So, like, which completely makes sense, so. Well, there's still his handwriting, but. Yeah. People like that, that I swear just will rip things apart to prove that, yeah, you know, he didn't do that. He didn't commit suicide. Yeah. And I get it, you know, if you're emotionally attached to somebody a little bit, even somebody you don't know, I mean, you get like that with celebrities because you you see them. Yeah. Then you want to make sure that they're not the ones that did it in a way, you know. Yeah. So, Kurt Cobain, I mean, I know that was a hard loss. We were young, but yeah, yeah I know that was a hard loss for sure, yeah. for sure. Because so. he was at, at the height of his career, too. Yeah, That's he, when you just think it's weird, like, I mean, not weird, because obviously, you know, mental illness doesn't, you know, pick its time to mm-hmm. rear its ugly head kind of thing. But a lot of people do commit suicide after their career has gone down, and they have no way of getting back up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it is interesting to me, the people that do end up committing suicide at the height of their career. So, um, but the next person you want to talk about was the one. Uh, so <laughs> With, you know, this is the one that brought the whole conversation. Like, in a way, when I started thinking about him, because he was my first ever celebrity crush. Like, when I actually go back to think about it, he was. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if anybody remembers Jonathan Brandis from the 80s and the 90s, the early 90s. Um, he was in Never Ending Story 2, and then he was in Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield, and then he was in Sequest, and... What other movies was he in, Jen? Because I feel like there's another movie I'm missing. I think that was He was it. in It. Wasn't he in It? Oh, yeah. Gosh, what the heck, Jen? <laughs> yeah. He played one of the young boys in the original It. He yeah. was the one stutter. And I can't remember the name of the, um, the actual character. Yeah. Bill. I think it's Bill. Bill. You're right, Bill. Yeah. So, so that's, that's him. So when I think about it, 
so he committed suicide by hanging in 2002. Um, 2002? Maybe it was 2003. Am I no, wrong? I mean, that's just, I didn't realize it was that long. Gosh. Yeah, I think it's 2002. 2002 or 2003, but I think, no, it's 2003. It was 2003. Yeah. But still, it's been almost 20 years. Wow, yeah. I would not have thought that. Yeah. Wow. And I think that one now, like it hit me hard then, but I felt like it hit me harder now. Like I wish he would come back and see because apparently teen girls have picked up on him. And that's oh, why really? it popped up on my feed. Yeah. I don't know. So like, um, I guess it's a thing to look back at 90s heartthrobs now. <laughs> and girls like of teenage years are picking up on these guys that were really popular when we were kids and like really liking them so could you imagine I mean honestly could you imagine being one of those girls and be like oh my gosh he's so cute I wonder what he looks like now yeah look and this guy died in 2003 yeah you know but um he's a hard one for me because he wasn't at the height of his career but being that he was my first crush, you know, I really wish he was alive to be able to see that his career could probably come back now because of social media. Definitely. You know, it's, I know people get into those spots where they just feel like there's nothing left. They can't get past it and stuff like that. But there definitely would have been a lot of opportunities for him. I did read that he had a you know, bad trouble with alcohol. Yeah. Um, but uh, I see, I, I like Jonathan Brandis too. And I remember I had a couple posters of him on my walls like growing up and stuff and yeah like I was uh I, all those things you mentioned I love all of them and um like I was a huge fan of Sequest that was like my dad and me would watch that all the time I yeah that, so yeah and uh, you know he was like the teen on it you know a little hard yeah. teen and you know he was and so he was cute. cute yeah I mean he, he was that really... hair <laughs> yeah yeah I mean if you look at him he was very attractive oh like, yeah very... definitely but I think the problem was, is when he grew up, he didn't grow up looking like he did when he was a teenager. Yeah. And I think that affected him a lot. And like you said, he was, um, he got addicted to alcohol. But I also read people think that he was part of the sex trafficking problem in Hollywood in the 80s. Like he was one of the kids victimized? Right. Like Corey. Oh, that's sad. He's around the same age as Corey Haim and, and Corey Feldman are. Yeah. So, or were, or yeah, well, Corey Feldman. Yeah, four months. Yeah, Feldman's still alive, but. But, um, yeah. So, you know, they're kind of thinking that people were just saying that he was part of that victimizing sort of thing. So that night that he was, that he committed suicide, he was at a party with two people who were obviously his huge competitors. And that would be Leonardo DiCaprio and Toby <laughs> Maguire. Leonardo DiCaprio had already been in Titanic. Okay. And Toby Maguire was already Spider-Man. Or, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Wow. I so, mean, that's tough, but those are two, like, that normally doesn't happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I guess Leo did an interview saying that one of his top competitors when he was in the 90s, like when he was smaller, was Jonathan Brandis. And that Jonathan Brandis would get a lot of the the um, parts. Yeah. And then it went opposite. So I can imagine, you know, how that went down that night, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So. I think Leo got really lucky 
because of what's eating Gilbert Grape. True. Because he did such an amazing job in that. He was not the heartthrob in that. And he was not the, he had to take on a very serious role. So I think that kind of showed people that he could do more. And not saying Jonathan Brands could, but he was kind of, you know, still a teenager, like younger teenager when he did it, you know, that was kind of more serious, I guess. But Ladybugs was definitely more comedy and, you know, the Sequest show, like maybe if that would have kept going, but only lasted like two seasons. Right. So I think it just, he just kind of got bad breaks here and there. And it just kind of, he, he wasn't able to, you know. Keep up go with farther, it. you know. Yeah. So, because I mean, look at Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I mean, that was my guy, you know, when I was like younger. Yeah, I love JTT, and he doesn't really work much anymore. Like, he once he moved out of the the teenage years, he also he would show up randomly, you know, shows here and there. Or I know right. he had I'll Be Home for Christmas, which wasn't like a, a hit or anything like that. Right. But yeah, you know, and he he doesn't really work anyway. I'm glad he was able to overcome. I think he went to school and he kind of focused more on that yeah. academic wise and stuff like that. I think if you can have a backup that helps mm-hmm. like the teen stars, but I can't imagine like having the whole world like want you and want you to be here and there and you're like on, high on life. And then like suddenly nobody wants to cast you anymore, you know? Yeah. Cause he fell into the, the lifetime movies. Cause I remember watching several movies or maybe just two, two <laughs> like that movies that yeah. had him in it. Yeah, the lifetime TV movies, and I imagine that's pretty hard to grasp. But if you don't have the mental capacity to handle it, yeah, um, handle rejection and think, you know, maybe I should go a different route with my life, then yeah, maybe that is the only way that you see yourself being, which is sad. That's that's sad. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd actually put him as being the second hardest one for me. I'm sure yeah I mean that was a big because I didn't I don't remember hearing about it when it happened like Mm -hmm. I feel like I remember like it was like where are these kid actors now type deal like a a list or something and like John LeBrand is like committed suicide I'm like wow I did not expect that I did not know that and so it was like it just I don't know if I'm sure it was reported but I just I don't remember hearing about it yeah well we didn't have social media like Robin Williams that's true we mostly talked about kind of just like pop up on your phone, like, yeah, hey, breaking news, Jonathan Brandis. That was in 2003 when people really didn't have any cell phones. Social <laughs> media true. did not exist really. I don't even think yeah. MySpace was at that point yet. Yeah, I don't know. It'd been if it was, it was like right there, you know. Yeah, another big one was Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, and a lot of people know him as the you know famous chef. Mm-hmm. That did without um I'm sorry what was it called with without borders Anthony Bourdain oh. without borders or <laughs> I'm so sorry to people who are Anthony Bourdain fans so <laughs> well, <laughs> not that I'm not he's fine. he was fine I just did I didn't watch a lot of his stuff right but I know he was like he had battled depression for quite yeah. a while and everything and it's really sad to me that he decided to do it like in another country like when he was filming his show mm-hmm. so um that just that just kind of blows me away too like we were talking about the people that are in the height of their career I mean he was literally on the road filming a show right and then he just decided to commit suicide in a hotel room I just yes. think that's crazy you know it just seems yeah. so like 
I mean, he must have just, I mean, obviously I know, like, he must have been battling it for a long time, but I don't know if maybe he thought maybe if I do this, you know, another tour, I'll feel better, and he just didn't, so he just, like, done, or. Right. Um, <laughs> Who knows? You wonder what goes through somebody's mind right before they get like, Yeah. I don't know, but I've never been in a situation where I've ever thought about suicide, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happens with people who suddenly think to do it. Yeah. So to me, it's really sad that you really, I mean, like we said through, through the beginning of the show, like you just feel like you lose all hope and that you have no, no help anywhere yeah. that you just feel like you're doing everybody a favor by not yeah. being there. And to me, it's, I wouldn't look at it as being selfish when you commit suicide it's sad but I look at it as you're not you're leaving and you're thinking that you're making it better but you're actually breaking the hearts of everybody that's left here on earth who now have to live with the death family friends yeah fans everybody yeah and it's just kind of like a chain reaction it is in a way snowballing effect and um I think it would, like, it would be good to mention, um, like, Katie and I had mentioned before we started recording that when we were looking at the list of people who had committed suicide, there was a lot, it was heavy-handed on the Asian, yeah. the Asian um, thing, and it was like, I know that with South Korea specifically, it's like the highest suicide rate in the world, and it's very, very pressuring, and a lot's going on, and there's like a few... Um, I don't know, did you write any down? You didn't write any down, did you? Mm, you mean no. just read the people that I wrote down? Yeah. Um, okay, so I um, there's a, there were a lot on there. There's a few of them we're going to talk about that just because they're most recent. Um, and I'm, I'm very, very sorry if I butcher these names. I'm going to try my best. Um, the fir- One of them is um, Gu Hara. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. Gu or Go, Go or <laughs> Go Hara. Um, she was the singer in Kara, and um, she committed suicide because of cyberbullying. Um, Chow Jin Ri was an actress, model, singer, songwriter who also committed suicide because of cyberbullying. Um, Kim Jung Hyun, <laughs> so sorry if I butchered that. Um, he was the uh, singer in Shiny. He was like probably the most famous one um, that within you know recent times had done something, <laughs> but. Um, he died of carbon monoxide poisoning and, um, Hana Kamara, Kamara, she was a professional wrestler. She committed suicide, um, because of cyberbullying. And then, um, Kamara, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotta say his name. It's Har, Har, I don't know if it's Haru. Um, but he was, uh, he was. This one was sad because it happened recently, and he was a famous actor in Japan, um, and he was on one of my favorite shows called Bloody Monday. He was, like, the lead actor in that, and he was really big, but he actually ended up, um, he had the lead role in a in a movie called Attack on Titan, which for anybody who doesn't know, Attack on Titan is, like, it's a, an anime, a manga anime, and it's huge. It's, like, one of the number one animes in, um, in Japan, and... He landed the lead role as the live action character. His name's Aaron. And 
um, the movie basically bombed. It was like a huge, people hated it. People do not like anime, ad, like live action adaptations of animes. And, and they never, ever do well. <laughs> and this was one, and apparently he was like completely harassed online like a lot mm. because of that and I guess he just couldn't get um through it so um oh Haruma that's his name Haruma and I can't remember his first name right now but um he was and that was also so I really so I, I felt like that was like a trend when I was like looking up the people with yeah. all these Asian guys it was like almost all of them were because of cyberbullying now I don't know exactly why Kim Jung I think he had depression um, pretty bad depression or whatever, but the other ones because of cyberbullying, you know, committed suicide, and that's just so terrible to me and so sad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that it's like, I know we have cyberbullying here in America, but people don't realize like in the Asian culture, like that's like huge. You know, like yeah, they are like the the if you the anti fans over there are like just they're on another level, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it, it's crazy. And, and when you get to that point where people, people, they'll hate you just because you might be the ex-girlfriend of some band member they absolutely love, or you played their love interest in their music video or like little things like that. You know, it's just crazy that, you know, people take it that, that far. Right. You know? So it's just, it's sad. It is sad. It's sad that that was a lot like as you're scrolling down, looking at this list of celebrities, a lot of Asian names came up like a lot. It was astounding, actually. I was like, wow. And a lot of them were cyberbullying or depression. It was both probably depression from cyberbullying sort of thing, you know? Yeah. So that's that's really sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have a couple more. Just yeah. to probably on your, I don't know if, I know Lee Thompson Young is on there. So, yes. um, oh, um, I'm trying to think of how to go into this. So, um, well, the next that I have is, I'm not sure if everybody really knows who this guy is, but Jen and I know who he is because we used to watch him on the Disney channel. Um, he was in a show called the famous Jet Jackson. His name's Lee Thompson Young. Um, super good looking guy for sure. Yeah. And he had, um, I wouldn't say he had like a, he wasn't super famous. He wasn't yeah. in like a lot of movies and stuff, but he was in a lot of good shows. I think he was in Friday Night Lights and like a couple other things and had some pretty significant roles in them. Yeah. Um, gosh, I think he committed suicide just a couple of years ago. That yeah, wasn't long ago. Yeah. 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 It was just shocking. And there's just so many celebrity deaths that you just think these people that have so much money that the, it's just that money does not buy happiness, clearly. This, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, you know, like Kate Spade. Yep. Yeah. I mean, good gracious. That woman probably has a lot of money. Yeah. She was married the she was married to David Spade's brother, right? Yes. That's Correct. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, she committed suicide several years ago. Yeah. And she, I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of the men commit suicide by hanging. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the women will either, like, take pills or they'll do, like, the carbon monoxide thing or whatever. She was, she did hang herself, which I know there's a few women that do that or whatever. But 
um, it doesn't happen that often, you know, right. like that women do that. And um, so it's just, I just thought that was like interesting. I wouldn't have expected that. Um, and there's like, uh, I, when I was like reading over it and everything, it's like, I do have one, um, this brought me into this example or whatever, but most women also don't kill themselves with a gunshot. Right. Because they want to stay beautiful, you know? Right. So they'd much rather do something like slit the wrists or, you know, take pills or something. So right. kind of preserve what they look like. But um, this person that committed suicide, she shot herself in the head with a gun sh- or uh, um, with a gun or whatever. And she, um, her name was Mindy McCready. Oh, so yeah. You, did you know her? Because like, I yeah. was a huge country fan. Like, I still yeah. am or whatever, but. She was like, I, I loved her. I loved her song um, back then and stuff. And I remember hearing when this happened, I was like, oh, man, really? Like, because she was such a beautiful young woman. And I know she had a really bad drug addiction. Yeah. And she had gone on, like, celebrity rehab and stuff like that. Right. And um, I guess I didn't ha- didn't help her or anything. But um, it's just really sad. But she ended up, for being a such a beautiful little woman, you know, to end up shooting herself. That's sad. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's more just these people are just trying to get out of the pain that they're in. And it's the easiest method to do it is just to, you know, kill yourself. So it is, you know, and I, I wrote, sorry, go ahead, Katie. No, I was just, I was just saying it was sad. It is sad. Yeah. And I mentioned, um, I wrote down another one along the lines of Kate Spade was Alexander McQueen. Yeah. He was a famous um, fashion designer and mm-hmm. he hung himself. Um, and I think that's like the pressures of just being, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine how it feels. Like you said, we don't know what it feels like to be at that, that point in your life or something. Yeah. And, um, but I can't imagine the pressures of like, I think fashion design would be really tough because you always yeah. have to innovate. You always got to be one step ahead because if you're not, you're just going to be, you know, you're just, people aren't going to forget about you. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. So I'm sure like the pressure was just a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, it's the same said for Hollywood. I mean, as the year yeah. has gone by, cause this is like the year of cancel culture, obviously. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. So, but you come to realize that Hollywood was not all that it was, you know, perfect. And it makes you not want to get involved with it actually, because obviously there is a lot of darkness behind Hollywood, like from the very beginning of it too. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's so many different deaths past even suicide, you know, drug overdoses, alcohol addictions, and all the things that, and then the mysterious deaths of certain ones like Marilyn Monroe, you know, like, yeah people really don't think that she committed suicide. So yeah. I didn't put her on the list because I didn't either mark, like, did she actually commit suicide or was she killed sort of thing? So, yeah, you know, or is she overdosed? I think that's, what, right. you know, right. So it's kind of like, it's just like a, it just wakes you up a little bit to Hollywood. Definitely. There's a lot of bad things. And you wonder if that plays a part on the reason that so many celebrities have committed suicide. Yeah, it is. It's it's a very sad, unfortunately, thing that happens, and it, it's sad because it's you know obviously we're we're mentioning celebrities because they're known, they're beloved, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But it's unfortunately a very big part of culture here. 
mm-hmm. that a lot of people do end up committing suicide. And, you know, it, it's teens, like I've read people as young as like 10 years old commit suicide. Like, how do you even know what suicide is at 10 years old? Right. You know, like, is this crazy? Yeah. So it's just, and it's really sad that a lot of these people do it. And it is because of mental illness, like we talked about, like getting that stigma away that where it's okay to go talk to somebody, not feeling like you have to do this all alone, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of it is like, because of people bullying them and, yeah. you know, just making their lives worse. It's like, you're going to make your, your life so bad that, or somebody else's life so bad that they commit suicide. Right. You know, and it, it's really sad. I was just watching a, a crime, like this woman, or not this woman, this girl, she was 17 at the time and her boyfriend um, was like telling her that he wanted to commit suicide and she was egging him on. Oh yeah. Through it's, the text messages. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. She went to jail, but she's out now. I think. Yeah. She didn't serve very long or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. And it's just, it's sad because when you were like, listen to the message, he's like literally trying to find somebody to talk to somebody to, <laughs> to tell him not to do it. Why else would he text her? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I thought you were going to do it already. And like terrible things. Like, how could you say that to somebody? Right. You yeah, know? no, exactly right. I mean, it points to the thing of how bad bullying is and how I will never understand. And I know that, you know, growing up, I mean, as teenagers and kids, you just don't know better, but you should know better. And parents yeah. should know better. You yeah. need to teach your kids because I think that is the main suicide problem, especially within youth. Yeah. Is bullying, um, especially girls. Yes. It's like it's huge. But I mean, I remember reading an article too about a 10 year old boy who committed suicide because he was being bullied. I mean, like, that's so sad. That is, that is so heartbreaking. It, it's, I don't know. It's just, I feel like so much more, it's like we're trying to help with bullying, but so much more needs to be done with it. Yes. And you know, social media does not make it easier or better. No. It just gives people the anonymity to go after other people. Right. To make them feel bad and they can do it under the guise of a, a screen name. Right. You know, and no one knows who they are. And that's what's so sad. It makes it so much easier to do that to other people. Right. You know, and like you said, it is, it just starts with the parents and just letting them know, you know, like the parents just have to make sure they're watching their kids or trying to be involved in their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, it's not bad to police their, their internet access. Right. Don't let it be like, it's unconstitutional that I'm not allowed to get on no. the internet. Like, they're under 18. They need to have a little parental lock on the internet, I think. Right. You know? Yeah. You need to know what your child is going through. Yeah. Like communication is a huge thing. And that, and I'm not saying it, but with my son, I have drilled that into his head. Please communicate with me. If you have got a problem, if you're sad, if something's going on, tell yeah. me. Don't yeah. keep it to yourself. So, you know. Exactly. That's and that's right. Be open where they can go to you and talk to you about things like that. Right. You know, and don't make them so scared where they feel like if they talk to you, they're just going to get in trouble or whatever. Right. You know, they, exactly. you got to, like you said, have open communication. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very, very sad. Unfortunately, it's happened and it's not something that's ever, I feel like it's not going to just stop happening. It's always going to continue happening. It is. Yeah. You know? It but is. If, like you could like, get the word out, let people know it's okay to talk to other people, reach mm-hmm. out, you know, and I will um, link in the show notes, like, you know, the hot suicide hotline, the suicide prevention website, 
anything you need to go to, check them out if you feel like you don't have anybody, you know, like reach out, reach out to us. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yeah. We'll, you know, help you out as best we can. We'll, you know, lead you to the best person to help you out. Mm-hmm. Like anything, just don't feel like you have nobody. Yes. Know? Yes. Everybody always has support from somebody, even if it's yeah. a stranger. Even if it's a stranger. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you for listening to our episode today. It was um, definitely a little bit more heavier of an, mm-hmm. uh, an episode, but in a subject matter. But we just felt like it was something that we wanted to talk about. And, um, you know, we definitely miss a lot of these celebrities that have passed on. And it's unfortunate that it's something that will continue to happen. But hopefully, you know, with the right things in, in place and if people can know that, you know, you can talk to somebody, you can help. Even if it's just one person. One person is better than no person, you know. Exactly. So Right. And um, if you want to leave us any comments, please just rate us and review us on any of the podcast apps, um, any of the social media, we're on all of them. Just leave us a message. And, you know, if you want to talk, we're always here on anything. Just mm-hmm. send a message. Even if it's just like, how's your day going? Or you just want somebody to, to you know, just say, hey, just send a smile. You know? mm-hmm. So um, right. we're here for that. So, yep. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. And until next time. Mm-hmm.